0: Whether you're dealing with does and heat and bucks and rut, the winter blues, the marathon of kidding season in the spring, or show season in the summer, Nate Funk and John Kane of Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, are with you every step of the way, bringing you interviews from various breeders, judges, and others from all over the country. We're always covering the latest ADGA news and covering topics to help make us all better dairy goat breeders. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Ringside, an American Dairy Goat Podcast. I'm John, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Nate Funk. How's it
1: going, man? Going pretty well. We're uh, moving into the end of show season. Actually, for us, it's uh, we've ended it. Uh, we're moving into breeding season.
0: Got yeah. A few
1: does are already cycling. Sweet. Uh, we'll, we'll let them be at this point just because uh, we don't need... we. We don't aim for January babies, <laughs> either. Do I? Um, at this point, cold. that's what they'd be. They'd be uh, mid to late January babies. Uh, so we'll let them go through this heat cycle. So otherwise, things are going pretty well here. Uh, picking fresh corn.
0: I saw that a lot of fresh corn, huh?
1: Oh my goodness, we we can't
0: even keep up with it. Well, you gotta just um, uh, you gotta freeze it, buddy. It freezer's full. Time to buy a new freezer. Look at that, Jen. You're going uh, shopping. Uh, <laughs>
1: what we're doing is we're contacting friends and family, and yeah, mean hey, you can. Uh, we had somebody come up. We filled a, uh, a laundry basket in like five ten minutes. Just nice, it was crazy. Uh,
0: it's a whole experience. You should charge for that we should you know
1: i think if we had a whole a field full of it we would we'd be like you know <laughs>
0: from, from the looks of it you guys had quite a bit i mean you could start like a roadside uh shop just like make it out of cardboard could be kind of like uh the lemonade stand from peanuts and you know they can uh people can pull over and buy some corn from jamie the the, the gardener is in
1: exactly instead of the doctor
0: exactly
1: <laughs> Careful if so. he gives you advice. And I don't know what a, a six-year-old will tell you. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the whole premise of
0: pe- of peanuts. You so know, why not? Don't
1: take any wooden nickels.
0: <laughs> so yeah, man. We uh, we're our bucks are starting to think about going into r- I went down this afternoon, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you guys are uh, looking pretty beefy and smelling pretty funky. Great."
1: Oh, but... Our boys are doing that since June.
0: Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> my hey, guys. Him... My guys have a brain, and they're like, "Oh, we want to keep our weight on."
1: Oh, <laughs> ours are doing fairly well you know, along they? those lines, but okay. uh, you know, it's it, it's they they've been smelling, and the girls are just now finally noticing. I think we're getting some
0: cooler nights, and that helps kick things into high gear. For sure. Uh, You know, Nate, last episode I was saying that we were going to be, I was going to be recording with uh, Danielle and a bunch of friends. And uh, you could definitely tell I was, you could definitely tell I was pretty tired because A, I said that we were going to be, I was going to be at Dutchess County Fair this week, which in all reality, recording for that will be for the next, next Monday, you know. Um, And I used the old intro for when I edited it. I was uh all sorts of tired last week, and it's continuing on to this week because Tierney and myself are getting going packing for fare, packing our new r v and and the uh, truck up. I'm picking up some hay tomorrow and buttoning everything up, and we should be pretty much ready to load up um, but well, it's, <laughs> uh, the exhaustion is real. It is.
1: It is. I, you know, last week I was fresh from our county fair Mm -hmm. and now here you are going into yours. I, I love looking at, you know, the Facebook and seeing all these uh, different county fairs. Actually, just before we started recording this one, a friend of ours of mine uh, from childhood posted that, that the Albany County Fair in New York is just now starting up it's going on uh, or at least she just posted pictures from it actually, it should be in midweek actually, right now and uh oh, it took took me back just looking at those pictures um back to childhood,
0: yeah, and sure.
1: also here in New York, you know the great New York State Fair starts on Friday you. Know, uh tomorrow mm-hmm. for us yep um you know or last friday by the time this said it's posted <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway wait, wait, is it it's not this friday is it
1: it's tomorrow oh is uh, it uh it starts uh august 20th which we're this is actually thursday night that we're recording mm-hmm. um and so it starts tomorrow oh. and uh My sister's going up there with a very small herd of Nigerians. My dad's Nigerians to be on display up there. Um, Is there
0: still a special friend of ours that's going up there, or did they not go? I don't think anyone. They did not go. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, this the first six weeks, six days, which six weeks? (laughs) (laughs) It may seem like that by the time we get through that fair. First six days are going to be, uh, I believe, was where they were going to try to have a a Nigerian show specialty, not specialty, but a Nigerian
0: show. They're not doing that though. It got canceled. It got canceled due to a uh, low turnout, I guess. But mm, wonder why. Well, it let's wasn't not get into well. that. I, you're going to make me sound all bitter and about the. Well, great there's, there's there, a number so.
1: of reasons why and. You know, everything ranging from uh, social, political reasons, economic, to uh, advertising, to other reasons, to marriages and weddings and graduations happening, you know, this week, all prevented people from being able to enter. Um,
0: Yeah, but the great um, New
1: York State Fair great again. uh We'll see. You got a new governor coming.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully they're... Yeah. yeah, I'm not
1: laughing over the new governor. I'm actually kind of curious to see what she does. Um, Yeah. I'm really curious. But... um, (laughs) So, otherwise, uh, you know, we're just kind of sitting here. We're looking at our doors going, Oh, you're kind of dipping down in production. So so we're starting to start thinking about maybe uh, drying some doughs off. Um, I know a lot more people are thinking that.
0: Well, we'll get into that in the news. Don't get ahead of yourself, buddy. I'm getting there. I'm moving us that direction. Nope, we still have the feed bag, bud. The feed bag? The feed bag. Time to open up a fresh bag of feed and read some questions from our listeners. You know that
1: good smell when you open up that really nice fresh Mm. bag of sweet feed and you... Mmm, if you're like me and you grew up, you know, you you love that really fresh feed. Oh, yeah, you betcha.
0: So let's uh, get to the first one. We'll read a couple here tonight. Um, The first one is from Erica, who asks, how do you get into showing goats? I just started breeding a few years back and would love to get into just not sure where to start. Have sold some for fair, but never shown myself. Uh, it's it, this would be a wonderful topic. Uh, we did on episode ten of Ringside uh, have have the episode. Uh, so you want to get dairy goats? Um, but I'll answer first, and then you can add on anything that I might have missed. Name? Um, yeah. So so let's unpack it. How do you get into showing dairy goats? Well. Uh, If you are showing dairy goats uh, with an American Dairy Goat Association uh, sanctioned show, uh, you'll need first uh, registered with the American Dairy Goat Association or the American uh, Goat Society um, registered from them. Uh, You'll have to have registered animals. Yes. And the best part of doing that is you get to decide what breed and kind of do some searching yourself on what works best for your setup and uh, what you like best. And then uh, you get to search out and learn about breeders of that breed and, and kind of, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many different options out there. And, and Uh, and really this is kind of like,
1: you know, yeah, it's so many options and it's kind of like shopping for a new car or, mm -hmm. or, you know, what do you what do you want what do you want the animal to do and you've got to like what
0: you're looking at uh, so then there's also the you know they just started breeding a few years back so they picked their animal um and they would love to get into it so i would suggest anybody listening that's newer that wants to get into showing goats uh to join their district uh adga facebook page it's not uh a, an affiliate of ADGA these pages but it is there are people from your district that are on those uh, Facebook pages uh, so like us we're ADGA district too right um, yeah. so, so you can go on that page and throughout the year you'll see uh, advertisements for shows in the district within the district or shows in close by districts uh, I'm right next to New Jersey which is a totally different district than me so I tend to go to those shows as well. Um, and also, you'll see that with those advertisements that usually they're put on by local clubs, uh dairy go clubs. So if there's a club that's near you, uh, maybe think about joining that club and and finding some like minded people to uh, talk goats with. Does that sound about right, Nate? Yeah.
1: So, um, in, in, in are, are you? In how do I say this? Place? Are you done? Uh, yeah, for now. I mean, now. yeah. Okay, so I agree with that. Um, and I, I agree with you know getting on and you can go to social media, and and it doesn't just have to be um Facebook. You know, there are people who have Instagram accounts and and there's other social media platforms. That's one way. The other thing is, yes, there's usually, uh, in most places, a local uh, Dairy Goat Club. Um, New York, we have, let's say we have Frontier, we have Central, uh, we have Eastern, we have Progressive, and then there's the New York State Dairy Goat Club. Um, and that's just in New York. And, you know, these are groups of people who, like you and me, um, we love goats, and we love to talk about goats, and we love to, like, show people our goats, Uh, most of us do. And, you know, that's a great place to to meet with people and to network. Um, You know, pre-COVID, many of these clubs had meetings where you'd go and you'd sit and you'd You'd eat a meal together. You might hear some programming, something about maybe disputing or tattooing or or milk production or the history of a breed. And then, but you'd also get to meet and talk to people who may have the same breed. They may not have the same breed, Um, but as far as that's just as far as the lifestyle that's owning goats. As far as getting into showing. Um, I, I firmly believe find yourself, and this is where these meetings and even, uh, social media come in, find yourself a mentor. Um, someone you can ask the questions that you don't know the answers to someone whom you can say, should I clip my goats? Um, you know, uh, when well, you know, should I, I bag my goat should i not bag my goat what is bagging um
0: well you know, i not every so the reality is that not everybody is, has a mentor uh, no. available to them uh, they just haven't found that friend or person yet um and that's okay the nice thing is that there's tons of information on facebook on Podcasts such as Us Goat Gab, all those guys. Uh, we I
1: wouldn't YouTube. I was just
0: gonna say YouTube
1: has helped a lot of people out.
0: You know, uh, you know Weedham and Reap is a good one. They they are just getting into showing, so you get to kind of follow along with them. Um, there's Blue Cactus Dairy Goats. Uh, they're a Nigerian breeder, and they have how-to's on clipping udders and clipping goats and uh, trimming hooves and all that good stuff. Uh, so there's lots of information out there, even if those people don't have mentors. Um, so there, there are ways to figure out the process of how to get ready for a show. Um, and I'll just kind of wrap this up real quick with uh, Facebook has just that's where the community is at, right? Uh, I, I would more than half of the Dairy Goat community is on Facebook, I would assume, um, and they're readily available. To just talk dairy goats? You just got to ask politely, and most people will be willing to sit down for a couple minutes and type out answers that you might yeah. have questions to. Well, in um, this,
1: again, there's so many of these groups, and many of them have search, you can search them for, you know, if you want to, if you have a question, you can search some of these groups for, you know, answers. And, yep. And again, you know, probably the easiest things to find somebody and just ask them or to watch these threads. And that's what I do is I look for a thread where, you know, someone says, somebody asks a similar question or I pose the question. I just say, Hey, it's my first show. What do I need to do? Um, Just realize you're going to get a million answers from yeah. a bunch of people who all think their way is the only way. And then you can get answers from a bunch of people who know that there's more than one way to do it. Um, Exactly. I hope that answers the question. If not, contact us. You know, reach out. We'd be happy to to help you. You know. Exactly. Any
0: way we can. Yep. Uh, Next question is from Marissa. Says, uh, "Hello, John and Nate. I'm currently listening to your podcast." And a question has popped into my mind. You guys mentioned about the closed tickets and I'm guessing, you know, NG. Uh, and this question was one I was waiting on. I was wondering if you guys know anything about when NG will be updated on show results. <clears throat> um, I think
1: what <laughs> I'd heard was 2022.
0: Yeah. From what I've been hearing, uh, it sounds like it's going to be winter, uh, most likely January, uh, when they start processing show wins, um, and then with those processings, people will be able to uh, have those get their certificate for being a finished champion if they have if they finished or whatever. Um, but yeah, so it's looking it's looking like. It's going to be this winter at some point, and the reason for that is because it just wasn't coded in yet to to process those. And I just want to, you know, throw in here: we
1: don't know when.
0: Yeah, no, this is just from
1: what we've heard, what we've heard. The people gr- who've, who've said you know, said things, things we've seen online, things mm-hmm. we've heard. Um. So and I really don't have a date i say 2022 it could be i certainly hope not you know 2023 i would hope that with show season wrapping up uh kidding season hopefully for the most part over um that they're able to catch up on registrations and on transfers and -hmm. that they can at some point here move
0: into working on roas uh and yep you know so Yep. Thank you, Marissa, for that question. Uh, we'll do one more. Um, okay. This is a loaded question uh, that Uh-oh. we could take a full episode for. Uh, this. I thought the first ad- one was when we could do a full episode on, too. but <laughs> Well, this one. What to look for when buying a dairy goat? Uh, and that is a topic uh, for sure, but we can kind of do the abridged version that's not going to take 20 I'm... minutes to answer. My abridged um, answer. Go for it. It depends. Sorry, oh, I'm a
1: forester. Geez. It depends on what you're looking for. Are you looking for production? Are you looking for show? Are you looking for a dairy goat that will give you a little bit of both, but will mainly just be fun to have? It really depends like a, on like what home your milker. goals are right um so first answer i would think i would want answered is what are the goals with this dairy goat and then that may help direct what you want to look for
0: right is is Um, size of the breed going to matter uh otherwise i'd say
1: a healthy animal from a reputable herd and yeah. I I would say those would be good. That would be a good start.
0: The first thing that I will say is make sure that even if you think that you just want a home milker, make sure that that animal is tested for uh, diseases uh, like CAE and yonis, um, CL and CL. Yep, and uh, kind of move forward from there. Uh, decide what kind of breed you want what you like um, do your research and uh, be thoughtful about it don't rush in and get whatever goat you find on craigslist or uh, the pits of facebook um i know that yes registered goats uh, can be pricey but you get what you pay for with goats for the Uh, most part, i think yes Uh, so just make sure you're you're being very thoughtful about your decisions that you're making. So, that wasn't bad. We, we, we crushed that, Nate. I think we did. I hope. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. And again, if question. we didn't
1: answer your questions or if more questions arise
0: from our answers, send them on in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, let's move on to some ad good news. Uh, there wasn't a whole heck of a lot going on this week. It was a quiet week. But there was... Uh, well, I Apple... don't know if you could call it news. Well, it came from a director.
1: It did come from a director, but even in how he worded it, he didn't yeah. say... So what, what we're alluding to is we it had been uh, alluded to by a director that likely linear. The, the linear stops that are scheduled will be at and the, the New York. In New the,
0: York and Pennsylvania.
1: The District 2 stops that have been scheduled have been scheduled. The ones that haven't been will probably be rolled over to next year. Um, now whether right. this is happening in other districts or not, we don't know yet. Um, but even in stating that um, stating this that director did say that probably the stops have been scheduled have all been scheduled, and probably they're done for the year in district which, two,
0: probably. which caused which caused uh, quite mm-hmm. the uproar and uh, gnashing of teeth. Yes, and it was it and, and it overflowed the cup overfloweth. Uh, to different district pages where all other um, members were chatting about linear appraisal, and uh, yeah, it's a touchy subject. I mean, I'm not gonna cut, or I'm not gonna skirt around it. It's, I, I, <laughs> I said it before. Uh, appraisal was even announced. Uh, it's it's gonna start late for the year, which it did, and not everybody's gonna be seen because there's only a certain amount of appraisers, right? And there's a ton of people that signed up for appraisal because they didn't get it last year either, right? So it still it's, doesn't it's, make it any oh, easier. It doesn't. And I've said it online, and I'll say it here. Uh, yes, my herd got appraised. I was one of the lucky few. Um, no, it's not because I know this person and that person and that person, because I, I don't. And <laughs> I just got lucky, and I'm thankful. Uh, but if I didn't get appraised... I'd be saying the same thing here. It is what it is for this year. They started so late, uh, and and thank you to the appraisers because man, people are just like oh, appraisers, you know. If you think it's so easy on these guys, sign up, please go get licensed. These people, most of the time, have off the farm jobs, have their own farm and take the time to go and appraise and help with that program. Now, mind you, they're getting paid, but they also have to, in some cases, pay for farm help and they got to take their personal time off from work to go appraise. So I get I get the frustration, Nate. I really do. I get the frustration with everybody that didn't get appraised I, and I totally understand it. But it's not the appraisers fault. We oh, the no. the program I is in... indiv-
1: I don't think it's it's the appraiser's fault at all. And we all know no. that the the program itself um was broken before covid. It's still broken. Um you know, it's still got fault, but You know, they're trying to figure those out, I believe. Um, You know, it's one of these things of, I guess when it's all done, you know, not everything is done. Um, And it it does kind of strike me odd. you know, we're informed, you know, in August that appraisal season's over. I know normally they they have them scheduled into October.
0: Well, uh, well, and no, I know that no, many of the listen. appraisers are
1: are scheduled into October.
0: Well, yes, okay, so it's not like they just put a stop on appraisal. There's no, still no, they appraisers going out there and working, and there are plans for them to continue working. Exactly, but there are other appraisers people know, right? And the, but there are other appraisers that uh, can't take any more time off. Uh, to or, appraise or just, for the
1: year or their schedules are just full. It, it, yeah, I mean, as you said, they've got other jobs or they've got other responsibilities in and the
0: job, you know, most of the time, these appraisers are also judges. They and are It's fair season. So, uh, it is. it's, it's busy. It's busy out there, folks. It's super busy. So, um, so,
1: I mean, that's our, the, the ad good news, you know, is that there, there's this grumbling that uh, it may, you know, maybe winding down here. You know, that that's been done, maybe it, but we yep. don't know that it's being suggested it's here that maybe happening, but we don't know that for sure. Um, right. And until we hear, you know, that it. That's it. -hmm. And a glimmer of hope. A little glimmer, maybe faint, and maybe you know one candle at two hundred yards. Um but uh one candle at two hundred yards, huh? (laughs) You ever see a candle at 200 yards in the dark?
0: No, no, I haven't. It's,
1: it's very, very, very faint. You can barely see yeah, it. I'm sure. So that's kind of my point. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I, I just, you know, anyway, uh, until yeah. we hear definitely. Um, but don't be surprised. It's sounding more and more like there's going to be people um from what i've heard if they do have to call it short um some people may be able to get rolled over the next year
0: can i tell you something that kind of bothered me that i was reading all over online when what uh when people were discussing linear appraisal people people were, were just downright saying Oh, if we were on the West coast, we'd get appraised. They get, seems like those big herds get appraised before we do. Uh, I guess they get preference. You know how, ugh, you want to know how just irate that makes me there. <laughs> like, there's no rhyme or reason to that reasoning. Right. Uh, and I get it. People people are mad that they didn't get appraised, or aren't going to get appraised, or haven't heard if they're going to get appraised. I get it. But to say, oh, West Coast gets preference. Guess what? There's probably, and I I can almost guarantee it. There's probably more appraisal appraisers that live on the West Coast than on the East Coast uh, or anywhere else in the U.S. I mean, shoot, I saw Texas wasn't even touched yet this year. Uh, yeah, appraisal wise. Yeah. Um, I just, it it kind of was annoying to read that that was their reasoning. It's like, well, uh, most likely appraisers that were in the area, on the west coast, the just yeah, just went and appraised, like made it easy and got what they could done because that's the goal is to get as many as they can done. Sorry that it didn't happen. I'm, I'm so, like, <laughs> I just didn't understand it, but I just want it was just frustrating to read that and. Um, God, sometimes I'm just like man I need to just like get off Facebook for well, I guess
1: my, my thought okay. is okay so I I've seen th- what I've seen this and this it doesn't make me angry it, it kind of saddens me a bit and it is this people who say well if, if we can't get done this year I guess we're not gonna do it at all
0: right
1: don't give up on the program because of this folks um, it's it's frustrating I mean, I'll tell you, you, yeah. John got appraised. Me, I'm I'm one of those many who are looking at other people's appraisal pictures and going, "I wish." Okay. But you know, given the opportunity, you know, to be if I don't get to do it this year, opportunity to do it next year, we bet we're signing up. Um call me foolish, but hey, we're gonna keep doing it. Those numbers are important. We use those in our breeding programs. Uh many people know that I'm a I'm a data lover. You know, I love numbers. My wife laughs because she loves numbers even more than I do. And uh you know, we use those. You know, it, it right. makes it hard when you don't have that. So but are we crippled, are we unable to make a breeding plan no we'll 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 move on but we're gonna use those we're gonna sign up for those don't give up on the program just because we have a year with completely without it and one year with you know partial staff and way too many people not too many a lot of people wanting it yeah so
0: yep all right well i think that's that's good to get off on that Um, um almost segues into the next thing yeah our main topic of the day uh this was a listener uh suggestion uh, we decided to take it because i'm i'm feeling it and i'm sure you felt it before me uh main topic is dealing with burnout on the farm uh, so and- i i've dealt with burnout um when
1: uh we were when i was In my teens, and a friend of mine, he got in this really nice uh, Camaro, and it was all souped up. We took it out onto a parking lot, and we just, oh, we fired it up. We did some rinkies and really burned up some time.
0: Not that kind of burnout guy. Not that kind of burnout. You're talking about
1: when it's March. And we've lost four does to various different Mm. things. We're constantly, we're dealing with, you know, kidding issues and we've gotten yet another doe heading to the local land grant university for a C-section. And you're looking at each other and
0: you're saying it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Um, that I could tell that was definitely when you hit your burnout and, and to make it clear for the listeners that might not know what we're talking about, it's that burnout is when you just aren't feeling it anymore. And, and really you're just tired and, and exasperated and, and discouraged. Um, Kind of, it's like, it's really that feeling of it's time to go do chores and milk. And you're like, why am I, I don't, doing? not I, I don't even I don't even want to go up there. I don't want to I don't want to do it. Um, and we've all been there. I have been there for a couple weeks now. Um, and uh, dealing with it. I mean, obviously, um, as most of you all know, I've been dealing with personal issues on the side. So that hasn't really helped. Um, and yeah, it's just that state of exhaustion, right? And I feel like a lot of people hit it this time of year. You know, show season's winding down. So there's really not too much to look forward to with that. Um, You're thinking about drying off your does or you're in the process of it. uh, And you're just kind of, you're starting to just downshift and get ready for winter and and get your herd ready. Um, So with that downshift, you're also filling up your barn with hay and making sure everything's, ready to go for the long winter. Um, do you agree with that, Nate? Um, yeah, well, see, to me, that's a shift. That's
1: that's like shifting of gears. But with that does come the, you know, you've spent all, you you, you spent all spring chasing after club shows. And the club show mm-hmm. circuits it dries up somewhere about end of July here in the Northeast. And you shift into uh, county fair season and you start going from one fairgrounds to the other, chasing milking legs. And you're going, you know, every weekend you work every Monday through Friday, Saturday morning at 4 AM you're in the truck or maybe it's before that, if you have to drive eight, 10, 12 hours to the local, to the nearest show. And you're getting there and you're showing, you're showing all day, you're packing back up, you're heading back home get the animals home you unload you feed them um you unpack the truck you feed yourself you go go to bed you wake up it's monday morning you're back at it all over again um and come around labor day which is here in a couple weeks you're done you're you're ready to have that quiet um saturday morning where you can sit on the porch and watch the sunrise Mm -hmm. and drink the coffee. um, Yeah. You're done. Um, Sometimes it's nice and scenic like that where you're just like, you've set a a goal and you cross that finish line. Sometimes it's burnout because while some of us are are dealing with commercial dairies and we're producing, you know, milk by the gallons for, for, whether it's for raw milk or or cream, or ice cream, or cheese, or or whatnot, and the others of us are producing the milk to to put in our coffee and feed the turkeys or the calves, and and you know um, we're farmers, you know, and it it can be hard sometimes. Um, uh, it's, it, really, that's the only way, you know, sometimes it can just be hard and you gotta,
0: um, find a way to move on. So what are some things you can do to mitigate the burnout? Um, you know, sometimes it's,
1: it's things like, and some, actually Probably the thing that helped us the most, well, thing that helped us the most is to have friends and family around uh, who mm-hmm. could and/or were willing to help. You know, really, what helped you know Jen and I get through our kidding season. Many people, you know, heard how our kidding season went. Um, was the fact we had friends, you know, Hugh, John, and and Brett, and friend of ours, and you know, all pitched in and helped, you know, just make sure we were okay. And, you know, friends of ours, you know, kept in checking in on us, you know, even though they were across the country or across the state, you know, just to keep, you know, keep our spirits up. Mm-hmm. Um, so having uh, others to, to lean on, you know, I know you and Brett came, came one weekend and you guys helped us with chores and that just having you there meant so much. Um, Right. Sometimes it's taking a break. Yeah. Maybe there is that show that you could go and you could get that, that leg on that dough and it might just be one show too many. And you got to take a weekend and drink that coffee or that, that, orange juice on the porch and watch the sunrise. Right. Take a step back. Take a step back. Take a break. Um, if you can. You know, or even, you know, set down the breeding plans. Set down you know the plans for the next big show you can go to or that you're gonna organize. And just take a moment and remember, you got you got family. Whether it's blood family or whether it's you know family in this crazy goat society we all are part of, um, and just enjoy their presence too. I uh, guess you know.
0: I'm really, I'm can, really bad at that. I am too the, but the I think back. we're
1: we're we're both trying to work on getting better at that. Um so are, uh, yeah, John.
0: You've done a lot of talking. Take a breath and let me uh, <gasps> I let me will. let me weigh in here. Um for me mitigating it is tough uh the burnout and it seems like every year it's about this time um right before fair and then after fair, I start to really handle the burnout. Um, for me, mitigating the burnout is realizing that I don't need to be feeding these bottle kids still. Um, I don't need to be milking twice a day, especially since we're not milk testing this year. Um, right there's no reason there's no reason for me to continue to do that. Um, you know, I'm really bad at asking for help. Um, Tierney will be the first one to admit it. Uh, that I am just terrible at asking for anything um until I just explode, which is mentally, which is just no good, uh, which we'll get to in the next bullet point, but um really knowing when like like the biggest thing is acknowledging that, yeah, I'm burnout, out and trying yeah. to find a way to resolve that uh, on your farm, um, and we'll get into that more as well, uh but I think the biggest. Thing is realizing, hey, I'm burnout. I need to do something to clear my head and and maybe get take a three hour nap and and recharge. Like recharging the batteries is the biggest thing I can do that I can say uh, to to make people realize that it, it recharging those batteries. Can help with burnout a lot. Um, and, now, and I
1: think you've already. Moved into that next bullet point, you know, taking time for you and your family to readjust, you know, into help with the mental health, you know, and yeah. it might be, you know, you got horses, maybe it's t- hop on one of the ho- you know, providing their, their saddle broke, mm-hmm. go for a ride. It might be go for a hike. <laughs> it yeah. might be, I don't know, um. You know, we're out. I'm outdoor oriented. You know, going fishing,
0: or, 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 you know, yeah, anything. Just doing something else that you're passionate about. Um, I I go into quite the dark space when I'm burnout. Um, we plan on in the future having an episode about mental health. Um, for farmers. Um, I've dealt with my own. I'll just go. As far as that and really for me it's refocusing um I'm I have a very addictive personality not like any substance abuse or anything way but uh once I latch on to something I'm all in um again Tierney will be the first one to <laughs> attest to that. Now um, that we've noticed, yeah I found that honestly this year, having my days off with my child uh, has been a godsend. Um, yes, I really, I really enjoy it. And Tierney and I have different days off, so it kind of works out where I have a full day, a full two days w- with my daughter. And and yeah, it can be tough at times, but it's just it's it's such a good way to just like readjust, it's, um, it's- and it helps it helps tremendously with my mental health as well. Um, I've I've noticed that, so it, it's cool. I like it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I think especially spending time with the children, if you have children, mm-hmm. your family, uh, you got to take time for you. I think that's so much with with the burnout is take some time for you.
0: Well, not even you, but also if you have a family, taking yeah. time for your family. I am terrible at this part, okay? I am I absolutely terrible with taking the time to enjoy both my daughter and my wife. I, I, I just, it's, it's I really, uh, looking back, it's like, oh man, that's shameful. Uh, I've taken the steps when I realized this to make sure that that isn't a thing. Um and and I think that everybody should really make a conscious cognitive effort to take time for your family. Um, or if you don't have a family, take time for friends or take time to do something outside of farming. Because yes, we love our hobby farms or we love our actual three sixty five commercial dairy or whatever. Um, but you really like. You got to focus on something else sometimes, you know, uh, and and keep doing so. So that burnout doesn't feel so big when you hit it. Yeah. I think that wrapped that that portion up pretty good. Um, yeah. So. Another thing. Uh, is it when you're feeling burnt out? Is it a you're overwhelmed and you're overwhelming yourself is it like that kind of problem or are you just burnout um physically or mentally for other reasons and and how to tell the difference
1: see i think you can be um overwhelmed
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and thereby burnt out like just too many fire irons in the fire and you know, you've been well, I... doing it, You're, you've been holding your head above water, but just barely for too long. And you burn yourself out. And if you were to take one of those irons out of the fire, or if you were to be able to just step back for a moment, it would help with the, bur- yeah. you know, with the burnout. Um, For us, you know, it, it, you know, the situation at hand, that's what burned us out. And it was a bit overwhelming in the way it was going. Uh-huh. Um, But I can see how you could be overwhelmed. Like, you have too many goats. You're doing.
0: Well, that's what I was saying. All yeah. your, uh,
1: You're doing it all yourself, and you have too many goats, versus. Yeah. Um, you're. You know, just uh, burn out from the situations. You
0: know? Well, I think, like, thinking yeah. to myself, um, my burnout is just for other reasons, right? Um, which is the next yeah. bullet point, which I'll go into. Uh, but uh, before we get there, the overwhelming aspect, I feel like uh, quite a bit of burnout can be. Mitigated by maybe taking a look at how many goats you're you're milking and feeding and breeding, and see if you kind of jumped into a larger scale too fast, and it just didn't jive with your your lifestyle, right? Right. Um, you see, I see a lot of times people uh, will go from you know a small herd like mine. And all of a sudden, they're milking 30 goats two years later. And I'm like, wow, you grew fast. And then all of a sudden, I look and there's a fire sale going on 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 Facebook. I'm like, oh, well, okay. So this person probably found out that it it got a little too much. And I'm not saying that don't, don't milk 30 goats. I'll never milk 30 goats. But I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying maybe you need to realize what your threshold is and your sweet spot is. For what you can handle.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, for us, you know, we, we're at about, we're milking nine goats right now. Um, mm-hmm. that's nothing compared to some herds. But for us, that's about right. Um, we, could, we could do more, um, but it would require more work. And we're, we have made the goal of trying to keep it fun.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and uh,
0: well, you guys started out milking more than just nine this year.
1: We did, and that was part of, you know, part of it was right. we were, you know, you could say we were overwhelmed, uh, mm-hmm. and but part of it was we we wanted to see some does freshen. We wanted what? to know what memories our bucks were producing. And Mm -hmm. so we freshened out more than we probably normally would. Um, and then we threw in on top of that, uh, some horrendous kidding issues. Um, and that's really what made things worse, um, Mm -hmm. for us. Um, you know, I, I do believe had the kidding issues not been the way they were. Um, that it probably, we would have been able to handle uh, the milking for a time. I'm not saying we would have handled it indefinitely. We certainly would have needed to cut back. Um, right. As we did. Um, but, you know, sometimes the numbers burns you out. Sometimes it's the situation around the numbers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just having a, a, a terrible kidding season like that, and just we got to the point where, you know, most years we we get you know, there's a little bit of anxiousness around the dough freshening, but for the most part, we're kind of like it's it's Christmas, you know. Well, what are we gonna get? Mm-hmm. Um, this year it was, you know, it was like okay. Um are we gonna need to go to Cornell um when this dough freshens um if if we need to go to Cornell who's staying with children at home you know um and it it really became you know almost a dread with each freshening by the time we got to the end of the year um yeah, for sure I mean to the point where we had one dough who freshened and I, I kid you not. She had. It was the most relieving, freshening we had all year, because we saw her. You know. You know people talk about the bubble, you know goo, and then the bubble. We saw goo, and then within minutes the bubble, and so we started gathering towels to go out and, and help, and and my daughter says, "I think I see a foot," and. We run out to the barn, and dough kids on the ground, and mm-hmm. we're like, "Wow!" And we, my wife takes her in, and and my other, my youngest daughter comes out, as I remember it, says, uh, "Papa, I think there's another another one coming." I'm like, "Really?" And I turn, and about the time I turn out, out comes the second dough kid, and mm-hmm. it was like, "Wow!" That was easy,
0: yeah. So it kind and of like was
1: the the weight lifting off, right? It was. It was. We literally named those two does, um No drama and no excuses, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was just so like, wow. We touched on the mental health aspect of it, right? Uh, but how does physical health? Uh, play a factor with that burnout.
1: I I think one of the things I really think about is um, the end product of feeding and watering these animals and bedding them. I'm talking about the manure pack. Um, You end up with a a bunch of pens to clean and you physically are... um, maybe not capable of doing it, it's going to be a daunting task. It's going to be something you're not going to look forward to. Um, you're going to dread every forkful, every wheelbarrowful, <clears throat> you know, um, and it's not just that. It is, you know, getting that hay. You talked earlier about uh, having that hay mouth full of of hay for the winter. Um you got to put that hay in um, one way or the other, you know, if you're fortunate and you have mechanized method to do it, yay! For me, I get to go up in the hay mill that um, feels a bit like purgatory and uh, help stack the hay or mow the hay up there. Whether I'm on the hay or throwing it to the people stacking or whether I'm stacking it myself. There is a bit of physical need on this and if, if physically you're, you're suffering I think it's gonna affect um, affect you mentally I, I, I that's my opinion
0: as a person that has fluctuated in weight throughout his uh, life and on the uh. <laughs> Heftier side of uh, than he'd like to be. Uh, I am by no means giving physical advice here uh, for your health um, because I am not the picture of health. Uh, but I can tell you. But um, I can tell you, I have way more energy when I'm in better shape. Um, yep. I don't feel as uh, constricted um on what I can do and am definitely more um able to uh jump right up and do whatever, whenever. Um so I don't really second guess of oh I gotta go clean the barn today or I gotta go do this. You know, I'm I'm not feeling that burn um quite as much as I do like this year. I <laughs> I'm I'm was feeling those pounds uh, this year, and you know I could tell that it, it really was affecting things. Um, so, my uh, beautiful wife and I um, will be starting some kind of diet. The, the the terrible D word. I should really bleep that out because it's a swear word to me, um, and you know try to get ourselves. Uh, back on track of of living a predict, productive healthy life right um and i really i really think that it contributes uh quite heavily to um burnout um not saying that sk- skinny strong people don't get burnout but um i can guarantee you that if you're carrying around some extra pounds uh like i am um the burnout hits pretty hard
1: <laughs> yeah no, I. It's like it's like, uh huh.
0: Yep, I'm not touching this.
1: no. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it does, and it and it it makes it harder. Um, but again, we're not mm-hmm. not all not everyone is, you know, uh, overweight. Some people have have respiratory issues. Some have heart issues, and it does make it difficult, you know, sometimes to do what you want to do. And that can add to mm-hmm. a frustration level, which leads to the burnout. Um, I guess you you, you you do you do need to keep, and that kind of goes back to taking care of yourself, though,
0: you right? Know,
1: and mentally and physically.
0: Um, the mental the the brain is a muscle as well, and you got to keep that uh, healthy as well. Um, you
1: know, no you got here, you know, constant reminder of why you do this. And why why do you have the animals? Why do you um why do you, why? Why? Why do you farm? Why do you farm on a commercial scale? Why do you farm on the hobby scale? Um, in the spectrum in between. Um, you know, is it the kids, your your children? Is it because you love the lifestyle? Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you ask yourself this, why why do you do it? Keep that into perspective. Um, but
0: right, um, or else you're gonna feel the burn. And I would say, um. Sometimes
1: you've got to take a step back, and that's that's what happened with us. Is we took a step back, we we did it. That you know, with the help of friends, we were able to take a step back in mid stride, almost, and just kind of hang back for a second, look, and realize you know, you know we 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 needed to make some changes we made those changes um we kept in mind well, the original goal of why what why we got the animals you know to have the fun to enjoy them and well, we made that exactly. a priority well, and d- it's fun again well, it's not without the frustrations at times but it's It back to being fun.
0: Um, Do you think that insert favorite football team's coach's name here uh, doesn't readjust their game plan? Do you think they stick to a game plan even if it's failing? No, they readjust. They take a look back, see what's working, what's not working, and they move forward with a new game plan um, to succeed. So I think that... Uh, sometimes it's okay to take a se- step back, say, hey, why am I burnout? And you know, reflect upon yourself and move forward. I do want to play a quick uh, in- inspirational clip here um, that reminds me of why I do this. And I think uh, everybody should hear this. So I'm going to play this real quick, Nate.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: People say... you you have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing and it's totally true and the reason is uh is because it's so hard that if you don't any rational person would give up it's really hard and you have to do it over a sustained period of time so if you don't love it if you're not having fun doing it you don't really love it uh you're going to give up and that's what happens to most people actually if you really look at, at 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 the ones that uh ended up you know, being successful, unquote, the eyes of society and the ones that didn't. Oftentimes, it, it's the ones that are successful. Love- and there you go. The ones that are successful, by the way, because it keeps going, uh, are the ones that put in the time.
1: Um, well, I, so- I think he, he kind of kept, he pointed on something. You got to have fun. You got to enjoy what you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's where, you know, Jen and I keep trying to, Say to ourselves, is it fun? Are we still having fun? Right. And when the answer is no, you gotta either admit that you burn out or you, you do have to admit you burn out, but you've gotta admit, you gotta look and say, Can I change something to keep or to make it fun again, to make it something mm-hmm. I wanna do again or keep doing. Or maybe it's time time to move on but i I certainly hope that especially with the number of of farmers decreasing um that you know we're able to find that love for what we're doing or maybe find a way to love it again it may not be the same love it for the same reason but you gotta have a love you gotta have a passion
0: Um, it's It's hard to balance that passion sometimes with uh, other things. Uh, And I think really everybody, uh, when feeling burnout, really does, like I said, need to take that time to reflect and find that balance of goats, 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 and also the balance of outside life, outside of the goat world. Um, cause I promise you, I'm not saying neglect your animals, but there's other things to do, uh, than goats, goats, goats. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I think that's a good spot to wrap her up. Um, just know everybody that the burnout is real. You're not alone in it. Nate felt it this winter. I feel, I'm feeling it now, uh, as we're getting ready for fair. Uh, and but just, just keep trucking. Take a step back, look at it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to fair to just not and and really the show's just a bonus, right? With the goats, uh, but it's also spending time with Tierney uh, and Alice and and it's Alice's and first fair, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's, it's gonna be great. She's trying to crawl. We're like trying to like push her down so she's just gonna get adorable <laughs> baby pictures and adorable rides, <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Uh, I'm I'm not a big ride person, but I don't. Me neither, actually. Like, <laughs> uh, we
1: went through our entire county fair, and actually, my kids were like, "Do we want to do the rides?" And
0: my oldest was like, "No." <laughs>
1: okay. I'm I'm more excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm more excited with like breaking in the new RV uh, and seeing how that goes for the for the week. So that'll be fun.
1: Yeah. Um, well, we're already starting. We're trying to crunch down on some. Uh, Uh, breeding plans and get things figured out. Um, try to get ourselves ready for for the winter coming up. Um, we're we're getting really excited about some of these breeding plans. Um, just yeah, we're we're having fun. We're gonna take some time. Try to do some fun family things. Uh, this weekend and you know. Not quite sure what they'll be, but we're we're gonna spend some time together.
0: Well, Nate, I think this is a good spot to uh, wrap her up. Yep,
1: yeah, I, I think so. And <laughs> you know, it's for for me it was you know, it helped getting out and seeing people. Um showing's always a good cure for the burnout for me. But I know for other people you just gotta get out and take a step back, relax. So. for sure but so, anyway
0: i think that's good <laughs> well next week week nate um i will actually be at fair next week <laughs> yeah not this week well for the next episode i'll be at next fair. episode not this episode right not this next episode, episode. <laughs> yeah I, I didn't perfect the time travel apparently uh, but we will have guests on. Uh, I'm not sure who yet. Uh, but it'll And be I might good. not even be there. Yeah, it's probably going to oh. be that you're not there. I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> yeah, but that means I'll you get a week, time with family. Exactly. That means you get a week off to, if you have been feeling any burnout, you get a week off to just hang out with the family. Maybe take that sweet wife of yours out and you know, for a night out on the town or something, or, you know, take the kids' I got plans, I got plans, okay? Oh, you got got some some big old plans. Nice. Well, I'm glad that you do, and I'm glad that our listeners took the time to join us on this conversation. Uh, So, everybody, this has been Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. I'm John, that's Nate, and we'll catch you on the next one. Night. Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, is not an affiliate of the American Dairy Goat Association. All opinions or information regarding the ADGA does not represent the registry.